0: Welcome to Our Story, a podcast where ordinary people share extraordinary stories. My name is Atherva, and today I'm joined by Christian. What's up, buddy?
1: Sup, dude? Thanks for having me. For sure. Long time, no see,
0: no talk, it, and we're talking about almost a decade now, man.
1: No, definitely. I mean, yeah, we went to the academy. What? I, I left the academy in like 2010, I think. Yeah, that was, whew, holy crap. It's
0: been a decade. Holy crap. Yeah. Yep.
1: yeah. Uh, so
0: Christian, just to get things started, uh, you know, if I were to look up your bio up in Wikipedia, what would the first paragraph say?
1: Damn. Uh, tough question. Um, I mean, it would be uh immigrant immigrant from Poland um, who's now an aspiring chef uh, living in Hillsborough, New Jersey. Uh, just living his life uh with a girl he freaking loves. Um I mean yeah, I mean that's I'm trying to live life as simple and as happy as I can. Like I mean, girl like, since I was eighteen, like I like I tried the whole college thing. It was it was you know, it didn't work out for me the first, like, Now I tried it. I just, it wasn't meant for me. So since then I've always tried to like, got to make sure I'm always, you know, I mean, it could be because like my parents were always pushing me, making sure I'm always like, make sure you have a job, make sure you're going to be able to afford a family. And, you know, I mean, we're all on the same boat, but for me, it's always like, I always worked at, like, I worked a job from like 3 p.m. to 11. Uh, That was for a while uh, working uh, as like a limo um, dispatcher, reservationist, and then in the morning I took on a job working from 8 a. You know 7, 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. just to just to always be making money. And then uh, my brother-in-law actually picked me up, and I started working in the kitchen, um, in a corporate job. And it's basically like first it was starting as a cashier, and he's like, No, 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 come back here. Start chopping these lemons okay very cool Go so start. let me let me yeah. roll
0: back the uh the clock a little bit you said yeah, it's it's a lot and, of it's immig- a lot of stuff yeah oh no we'll, we'll cover it all it's so cool. interesting right off the bat uh you said immigrant from poland now did you uh like were you born there yes
1: At- yeah, yeah, yeah okay I, I, yeah i uh, so i was born in 93 i came here in 97 when i was four okay so like, I mean, I went through the whole school, school system, like normal here, like, you know, started off, I, I was in ESL till first grade, you know, still with, you know, an accent and stuff like that.
0: Okay. So are you still fluent in Polish? Is that the, is that what it's Oh yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polish. We, we speak it in the house. Uh, I mean, um, at, when I lived at my parents' house, it was our, you know, daily thing. Like growing up, my parents would like, if we spoke English in the house, I'm so thankful for my parents. Uh, my mom had a notebook where we would have to write, like, I will not speak English in the house in Polish, like a hundred times, just so it, you know, like, Pushed through and and like really we went to polish school every friday and saturday growing up so like we learned polish history polish literature it was it was i'm so happy to have that as you know part of me that's awesome and i know like you carried that identity with pride uh, i remember that uh for sure like i remember you had a jacket with like the polish flag oh yeah on it. polish flag polish eagle the whole thing that's awesome and we had a
0: few Polish friends in our um, in our friend group well I'm thinking of Gerald but I don't know who else
1: yeah I mean I thinking mean, of your you, sister as well yeah, yeah I mean you know it's funny at the academy because we were such it was such small classes every year basically had one or two like Polish people like you know what I'm saying I think it was like my sister was like the senior at the time then i think you had like joanna with she was like yeah. uh-huh. and then like then it was like our year then under kamil Radetzky, he was like, yep. Under, yep. like every yep. year we just had like you know i mean it it's a good group to like you know like no matter like it is so weird like i can know no one but then it turns out like uh you're like, Oh, I'm Polish. Do you know that one Polish person from London? And it's like, Oh my God, we're like somehow all connected. All connected.
0: It's a yeah. small world for sure. And uh, I'd mentioned this in my earlier podcast, like that is why I love New Jersey. It's a melting pot of so many cultures and, you know, folks maybe just know it from Jersey shore or, or you know, we've got so- such a bad rep, but yeah, it's so rich in culture and that just shows it. And actually I'm living in Buffalo now and there's a big Polish population here. Uh, oh, and I knew a lot of the culture right at the bat because I hang out with you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> all that's the cool. foods and everything. Yeah, Yo. that's awesome. And uh, explain, to folks, uh, the academy. Like our high school is pretty unique. You, you, I think you would agree. Oh, paint uh, wow. us a picture of what our high school looked like for folks.
1: I mean, I mean, it's a science, mathematics, engineering, like STEM classes. Like, I mean. No other school would you take a, a hour and a half of engineering every single day. Everything else rotated. You had block scheduling, that was cool. But every day, and then that kind of school attracts a certain kind of people. Like it was like you know, like yes, we had our people who played sports, and but it was just like the the like little niche people that were like you know the, um, into anime and knew, like wanted to like read the, the like newest book. Like it was just but actually cared about you maybe because your class size was, you know, under 40 people, you got to know everybody. And I I think you just said a nice way of calling all of us
0: nerds.
1: (laughs) Hey, Hey, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you know, it, I take that as like, it, it helped me like, I mean, yes, maybe I never went into a field of, you know, science, mathematics, engineering or anything like that. But the, the way everyone thought definitely rubbed off on me the way everyone organized their life like i was able to like yeah, even though the academy ended up not being for me i went back to public school in south amboy um but i i took everything i learned from the people from the way you interacted with each other like take take that second and learn about the person you're you're working, you know, you're doing a group project with, because at the academy it was like a family. So even though like the high school was more people and like you didn't know who the seniors were, the juniors, it like like if you run across someone in in the hallways or in the hallways of life, like like take two seconds, learn about them, what they're doing, you know?
0: Yeah. So the full name of our high school, if I remember this correctly, it's Middlesex County Academy. science mathematics and engineering technology yes (laughs) that's the full name like and to paint a picture of this school like we had to uh apply from our middle school to get into this take an entrance exam uh do an on-site interview and then you were given an offer letter and we talked about like hundreds of people applied to this oh yeah a hundred percent and just to apply, like you had to get recommendation from like your guidance counselor and have to have like good grades and all that. So just getting into the school was like almost
1: a college application process. Well, I mean, uh, I think part of that test was taking the HESP, like part of the HESPA or something like that. Yeah, the, the 11th don't grade standardized grade? test, yeah. In eighth grade, like what is that?
0: Yeah, so in eighth grade, we took the 11th grade standardized test as our entrance exam.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. So to, long story short, we were a pretty nerdy school and we carried that with pride. Oh, yeah. And uh, for sure. Yeah. And then you said the class sizes were small. And when you say 40 people, we're talking about 40 people for your entire class of 2000, whatever it was, 2011. Yeah, 11. We were, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it was like 20 kids per classroom and then 120-ish kids in the Whole high school. Yeah. So everyone knew everyone. All the teachers knew you by first, middle, and last name basis. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like you knew each other's families. You knew each other uh, in and out. And like you hung out with each other yeah. all the time. Uh, so we were a very tight knit group, I would say. Yes. And that's where like our friendship grew. And uh, I remember specifically uh, our morning. So because we were from all over the county. Uh, our bus drives would be, I think my bus ride one year was like an hour, like 15 minutes uh, yeah, from the yeah. time I got uh, into the bus and like got into the school. So we got really close on times where we spent on the bus uh, and yeah. then like the morning sessions and lunch and then everything in between. So the culture
1: was not a typical high
0: school culture at
1: all. Would you Would you agree? Oh, no, I would. I mean, I felt like a lot of times there was a lot of like, Downtown. I mean, because like you know, there was kids who like my. I think my bus. I literally had a minivan because there was only like four of us from our district. So we would show up first. Like our bus would drop us off at like seven in the morning, seven thirty. But everyone else got dropped off. You know, there was still for medicine, Woodbridge, you know, everywhere. And it was like eight thirty. Everyone. So for an hour, like we were. You know, we had our like we would use it as study time, do our homework, obviously that we didn't do the night before, and and uh, um, but like because we had like our, you know, like, uh, um, the communal, like lobby, we all learned from each other. Like, you know, like it was quick, like, like freshman year I was doing, you know, like who, who as a freshman ever took engineering classes, but the, the sophomores, juniors, seniors, they were like, Oh, come here, let me show you how the program I used. And we showed each other shortcuts and it's like, how to like, you know, and it, it was a very nice uh, kind of situation that, you know, we kind of grew up. Yeah.
0: And it was challenging to say the least. And, uh, we were paired with, uh, I would say we were like the average kids in the class. Like we were probably one of the better kids in middle school, but when we got into this pool, it was um, like
1: above our heads,
0: above our heads. So we were, I would say we just like held our own. We, by no means were we like, uh, valed- valedictorian level, but by no means were we like, uh, you know, not able to keep up. So yeah. uh, our, our friend group uh, was was pretty tight-knit because of that setting, I would say. Yeah. And yeah. then I think your junior year, you
1: transitioned to like a typical public school, like a bigger okay. high school, normal yeah. size, uh, you know, well, uh, town so, uh, high school. I mean, South Danboy is, it, it's still a small town. They have a middle high school. Like, so you have in one building, you still have grades seven through 12. So my oh, okay. grad- I didn't know that uh-huh. so it was a, it was a little i mean it wasn't it's a little more normal than the academy, but i mean my I think the graduating class was ninety six people Oh okay, it was, so it was just like
0: two x of our graduating Yeah, exactly class.
1: so it was it was i mean but it still was a little lot more classes electives like you know like it wasn't the academy where you got to take you know college classes because it was on site of the Middlesex, but it was just like um it was it was a little bit different. You know, they focus, like, focused more on sports and, um, and like, it, it, was, it was nice to kind of like bringing it from such a high level to a good level, uh, but it just kind of helped me focus, like maybe math and science weren't my thing. I focused more on my art. I started thinking about doing photography the first year of like getting out of that high school. I, um, I did uh, like a semester of photography. That wasn't for me either. But it just like throughout my experiences so far, anything I do has helped me like knock out what I don't want to do kind of thing, you know? Yeah, it helped you shape into like what your, or narrow down what your passions are. I remember actually photography. You had this really cool
0: camera where I think it was like an old film uh,
1: type camera where you could take like multiple pictures on one exposure. Yeah, so so that is, it's called lamography. It's like an old, literally like it's an empty plastic. There's no actual like switches in there. You just kind of like, the, you roll the full, uh, film in. You kind of like, basically you cover half the film. You like open up the lens. It takes the picture. You close it. You spin around the cover and then it lets in. It was a, it's a like, it was just, I mean, I I like photography. I still like you know even still I always have my like camera with me to take photos. But it it was just something I I don't know maybe there is uh, it just didn't pique my interest the way that like cooking like does as now. a
0: profession or something. Yeah, but, like, yeah the yeah. Hobby
1: is still there. Oh no, exactly. no, 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 yeah, definitely. I mean, it helps me with like even when I'm cooking, like it helps me get that nice angle when I want to show a recipe to to people. It's like that photography. From doing it in high school helped me w- to what I'm doing now, yeah, and I
0: remember you always had like um a keen interest for the latest technology. I think you were like the first like this is back in like decade ago. you had like the first person to have like a terabyte hard drive, I remember,
1: yes, uh, like
0: that was a big deal when we when we uh, were talking about it back then because like yeah. flash drives back then were like 256 megabytes that yeah, was like, like the normal for
1: us and then you're like yeah. oh i've got a terabyte hard drive like, what are you gonna do with oh, all that like, <laughs> Yeah, i mean and because that's where like i kept all my photos like we would do you know uh in in engineering what in um mr Lopak's class did the engineering documentation team i was on like it was it was just kind of like save 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 i mean it was a ter like a hard drive you still have to like keep a like a um external power source to like power it kind of thing and and now a terabyte fits into something that tiny little thing yeah Yeah. (laughs) man we're we're aging ourselves i don't want to feel that old, but talking about it
0: (laughs) makes it makes Uh, us like sound like we're really old but yeah so we went to a super nerdy high school um uh like i said the focus was on math science engineering and um uh I think you transitioned to normal high school. When I say normal, like, quote, unquote, like, yeah. uh, um, like a traditional high school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think your junior year. And then walk us through how, like, you had evolved from that to, uh, like, aspiring chef. Like, what, what other journeys did you take in between? Because I, mean, I think that's when we uh, didn't see each other that frequently. Like, we were yeah. just, like, hanging out every
1: single minute of the day. For yeah. three years straight, and then like seeing each other maybe here and there afterwards. And then, yeah, I mean, I mean, it was definitely rocky, right? So like, I left the academy. I it just I wasn't up to par towards the end of it. Like, I just couldn't keep up. Whether it was not doing the homework, like it was. Come on, all our teachers had like PhDs, and like it was just like <laughs> yeah, we were doctors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like so it was. So then when I went to like the the regular high school, um it just kind of helped me figure out what i wanted to keep doing keep pushing forward that's when i kept like you know doing the photography thing did college um and then eventually like after a year i tried photography for a semester and then accounting to do you know for a semester that wasn't for me either and then from the ages like 19 to 20 23 it was a it was job from job like for six months i worked at a best buy warehouse repairing dvd players kind of thing you know um i've worked i mean and then All as like every weekend, whether I was working one job or another, I was always working at a catering hall, a banquet hall, working as a waiter, a caterer, like setting up fruit displays. And and it was like, I've always been in kitchens since I was like Mm -hmm. 15 years old in a little um, banquet hall in Perth Amboy called ZPA, Polish, you know, uh, Polish place. And like, I was always around kitchens, always around food. Um, I ended up working for... um, a family friends limo company as a reservationist. Uh, I think at that time I was maybe around 20. Um, And correct me
0: if I'm wrong, like you had a
1: job since,
0: I think you were working in high school too, like under the table. I remember you would say like, oh, I I was up till like so-and-so because I was at work. Yeah, and so, all of us were just like you know, normally would just be oh, yeah, it took us forever to do this homework, and you're like, Oh, yeah, I was at work. Like, you were working from early, early. Yeah. Uh, do you think that was just like, um, like your own doing, or is that just oh, like
1: the immigrant, I mean, uh, like that, hustle? It, the, I would call it the immigrant hustle just because it's like I see my parents like busting their butt to provide for, for, for us to, and then it, for me to like, you know, like it was. Um, from banquet halls to working at a limo, uh, to working for a valet company. So, so since like, you know, the age of like 15 working as a crossing guard, um, just to like, you know, uh, making, you know, 50 bucks a night just to, so then at the end of the, you know, the summer I can buy myself a PlayStation kind of thing. So my parents didn't have to get it for me. And then when it came, then eventually I got a license, I became, uh, you know, was valeting. So even, even to this day, I, I can, you know, um, the the old owner of that um valet company can will still hit me up hey if you want to pick up an extra shift and if it's like if if i have the time if i have the means i i'm gonna do it if i can hey that's one i can buy my girlfriend a nice you know like set of roses then then I'll, I'll go do it like it's like you know and if it's happy for me like i'm not you know it's not just like grind 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 until you can't do it but if it's like, yeah you know um, I remember
0: that about you. Cause you would always have like, you'd buy just the latest things and you'd be like, yeah, I bought it with my own money. I always remember you saying that, uh, um, yeah. yeah, you were, man, you were early on, like I think freshman and sophomore year, you were yeah. already working Yeah. and I think you just carried that hustle all the way through. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then now talk us through how that's evolved into what you're pursuing now, like this passion for cooking.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I've, Uh, So the way I got cooking, my brother-in-law got me into a kitchen five years ago. Uh, I'm 26 now. Um, And uh, five years ago, got me into the kitchen cutting lemons, marinating chicken, very like simple stuff. Okay, now do this. Teaching me this by this. This is why this happens. Uh, uh, And then I just kind of like really fell in love because in that kitchen, um, I learned how to like nothing goes to waste like you know like you're 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 peeling your carrots you save your scraps you save your onion scraps like you take that you cook it you boil it you make a stew like it became it it was a very nice like culture one because I was working with my brother-in-law um uh, a, a a guy who is now like one of my best friends he like we just it it just it's a good overall atmosphere i don't know if it's because in the kitchen a lot of times it is a lot of immigrants working people from latin countries um from like the caribbean like people people who like generally understand really hard work ethic and that like just resonated with me so hard so whether it was from that corporate kitchen uh then i um worked at a uh the new jersey national golf club as a saute cook one of um friend of mine he pulled me in he's now the head chef up there he taught me like the like you know that's where you do like the little like the nice dishes with like the sauces and like the really got it the instagram
0: worthy dishes yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) so like that that was one part of it and then after a while um I was still trying to like what can I do more and more because I've I've never like I was never really like classically trained, never went to school for it. But I just liked picking up through the experiences, how to do everything. Yeah. Um, learn
0: by doing kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And then well, it just huh. kind of, and then it, you know, I mean, so it was at a golf course. So during like the winter, they would like slow down, close down. Cause nobody's playing golf in the, in the winter, obviously. Um, then I got a chance to work for a meal prep company called eat clean bro. And they do volume. Like volumes of food, right? So I worked for them for almost two years. Um, so by the way, like what job? Like how many jobs are we up to now? Like I, I mean, in I mean, there's never a point in my time I was always working or almost working two jobs at all times. Simultaneously, whether, all, simultaneously, okay, okay. there was always a period of like three or four months on the back end or the front end of working a job where I would one. I feel really bad just being like, Hey, I got a new job here. Even if it's like my two weeks and then I got to go kind of thing. Like I, I'm still trying to like work, work, learn, and then be like, okay, I can definitely do this new job. So I'm going to try to push off like slowly doing less hours, less hours, and then continue on to the next thing. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. That's awesome. So like that loyalty piece,
1: you were just like, Hey, thanks for the opportunity. I gave it my all and yeah, you know, I mean, um, I, to, to my knowledge, I don't think I've burned any bridges. Yeah. Um, cause like that's, that first corporate job helped me get yeah. the, the golf club job, that golf club job and all that experience. Kind of like me- snowballed into yeah. what you yeah. So yeah.
0: what are you doing
1: today? Like what is, what does today look like? Are you okay. still in New Jersey, by the way? Yes, I am in okay. New Jersey, Hillsborough, New Jersey. Um, so basically uh so after working for the meal prep company i learned how to like you know everything's prioritized right you have like one guy that just does the proteins right the chicken the meat the you know whatever one guy that just does the vegetables and it's like in in like organizing so many moving pieces like you you can really t- like figure out when it comes down to your own kitchen how you should prep things like you'll realize wait how long does one piece of chicken take to cook and how long does it take me to saute up some spinach like you like before like oh wait hold on let me start cooking the spinach wait I didn't even get the chicken on yet even though the spinach might you want put more effort on it because you want that to come out amazed like and just like working in all these kitchens you realize what what becomes more important and yeah yeah.
0: so here's the thing i microwave most of my stuff i eat so like what you're saying is like mouth-watering already so dude (laughs) that's awesome Um, (laughs) i think next
1: time we see each other um we're new for uh uh, tasting (laughs) yo i'm i'm down like i will set it up um but we'll we'll definitely do this first of all buffalo like goddamn i can't wait to hear that story uh like why are you up in buffalo uh and
0: through work. Long story oh. short, through work. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's been it's home now. You'll be surprised. There's a big Polish population here. Um, yeah, I've I've very, heard. Big. I
1: heard they have like a big festival, like Pierogi. Dingus some- Day. Yo, Dingus Day, yep. amazing. <laughs> I'm, there's so many. Like, I'm like, how do you guys not know about this? It goes intense. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Dingus
0: Day is a
1: like a city holiday.
0: I feel like the whole city is Polish on that day that's that's really
1: cool yeah Yeah. you're
0: you're, come up here you're due for a visit no no, uh, welcome
1: anytime yo i mean and i heard buffalo has pretty good food scene so that's for
0: sure like we have a motto here like if you go hungry in buffalo it's on you (laughs) the the serving sizes are good for like five people one serving size it's it's yeah and the food here is definitely uh good
1: um, so so real quick, let me kind of finish up to how I got oh, to go where ahead. I am. Yeah. Um, so I worked at e Clean That was all the way in Freehold, New Jersey. But at the time, like after a year and a half, I moved in with my girlfriend up in Hillsborough, New Jersey. So one way that was like 55 miles, right? Uh, and on a daily commute to drive one way, fifty, like it could be sometimes I would be in traffic one way an hour and a half. Um, yeah. And it's so, Jersey traffic. So it's not like it's not of yeah. America. Traffic. No, 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 no. It is Jersey traffic, like full on route nine, then two eighty seven, just <laughs> sitting in traffic. Um, yep. But so then actually the first corporate kitchen that hired me, um, where my brother-in-law was working, uh, they were opening up like a second um, satellite kitchen and, uh, and then like 10 miles away from Hillsborough, the, in, it's in Bridgewater and and they like a friend of mine was the sous chef there she she like was you know reached out and she was just kind of like hey come in for an interview like we like you have the experience working with the kitchen here the staff here you know how everything works um like let's let's give it a shot so I came in the the head chef there I think you know I did a little chef test for him cooked him a little food I, I think he I think I was pr- a- enough like right. competent where he was like, yeah, this guy can, you know, t- you know, work, um, work out. And then, uh, and then I've been working at that corporate kitchen. Now I'm working Monday through Friday. I go in at 6am. I'm home by 3pm. Like, and m- like the, I loved working at the meal prep company, but the only thing is like, I would co- I would go into work at 6pm and I would come home at 6am. Because then the drivers would deliver all the meals we cooked. They would leave the building by, you know, noon. So they had to have all those meals ready and cooked off and everything like that. It was fresh. It was like the, I loved working there because everything was literally top to bottom, delicious, fresh. Like butchering the night before, like it was, it was really good. But overall. So you I, did,
0: you'd do it from start to end, like you could do it all?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, there are some things I haven't done as often as I wanted to, but you give me a salmon, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll fillet it. I'll butcher it. I mean, I've, I've honestly, after working so many like mother's day brunches and and, like the, the amount of salmon that goes through at a mother's day brunch is no joke. (laughs)
0: I I would have never guessed. Yeah, that's awesome. So you know, if I were to ask you, like, what is your specialty? Like, what is, um, like, the chef's special on the menu for your restaurant?
1: Uh, a some kind of salad with, like, pickled beets and vegetables. I, okay, so the, you're speaking to me now it's because I can't eat meat. <laughs> no, I am telling you, like, the even though I can – I love working with, you know, a nice pork – like, you know, Korean pork belly, like, seared and everything, like uh, – I love, I love like Asian food, but I love like the vegetarian side. Like, cause when I first worked at um, the first corporate place, I worked salad bar for, I I believe it was at least six months. The amount of like love I fell in love for like making vinaigrettes from anything you have leftover berries, you blend them, you add some oil, some vinegar, bam, like that's one, a sauce. And then making like making hummuses and falafel and like, The amount of flavor you can get out of herbs and vegetables, and it's like, like there's some, like there's like, no chicken in the world can compare. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you got like the 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 fat melting off of of a burger. That's you know obviously like uncomparable. But like, there's the amount of flavor you can get into some of these vegetarian dishes is just beyond amazing. Like,
0: dude, awesome! I can't wait to try this. So I have a memory actually. I don't know if you remember this, but. You had invited us uh, for your birthday, and I forget which year—high school, freshman, yeah. sophomore—I well, forget when. And uh, your mom had cooked us like food and everything. Uh, we were down in your basement that night, and I remember thinking, "Like, hey, I wonder if there's anything here I could eat." And I was the only one that was sitting around like it didn't have like a full plate of food in my hand. I still had like some things like there was like salad and everything. Yeah, yeah, and I think I forget if it was your dad or mom or someone or maybe it was your sister, someone came up to me like, "Why aren't you eating? Like you can't be in this house and not eat." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I told him like, "Hey, I don't eat meat." Like I remember your mom went up and made me stuffed shells, right off the bat. And uh, she's like, You can't leave this house I was, like yeah. <laughs> without yeah. eating a full meal. So she made me stuff shells and even made the sauce like without meat. And I to this day, I claim that is the best stuff shell I've ever had, hands down. It was I'm, so good.
1: Uh, I will definitely definitely be letting her know that like yeah she's uh i mean i guess that's i love hosting i mean maybe that's why i love cooking so much cuz now like i mean living with my girlfriend like i love making meals and i'm like here take it to your friends at work have them try this but i need to know how it tasted like you know be like i now with like so my job right now i'm on like furlough obviously because of this whole you know covid thing um but they you know luckily it's a good corporate job uh, and they're like, when this is all over, we're going back in it and we're all done. So, so in the meantime to like keep myself busy, I've been, I've started, you know, posting cooking videos, like learning, like, I mean, relearning how to use my camera. Cause it's obviously different than just taking a photo and, and setting up, you know, the angles and first, when do I talk to people? When do I not talk to people? And when I'm explaining things, but I think I fell in love in, in, into cooking because it helps me talk to people. Like it's, you know, whether having a 4th of July party and just doing burgers, hot dogs, everyone bring a little bit, but we can all get together around. you're the guy on the grill. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, making my own sauces. So like everyone can try it out. Like, like, yeah, you can, everyone can go to the store, but like, it just, it's a community thing. Like, I mean, no one else like no why do we hang out we all hang out to eat food as much as i want to <laughs> see people like anytime anyone hangs out it revolves around food and if that's you can so make awesome. yeah. like you know and if the least like no one has anything to say you can always be like goddamn that was like a delicious like you know bacon wrapped scalloped or anything like that you know yeah
0: that's awesome so tell me more about your youtube channel uh what is it called uh what kind of videos are you posting
1: Yeah, so right now, um, my YouTube channel, uh, it's just me cooking my meals, trying to explain them as best to my knowledge. Like, there's some cooking terms that are, like, that I don't use on a daily basis, or I'm trying to use my wording to, like, get it across the board. Um, It is – I don't – if you find i think it's christian k1493 um just look it up on youtube uh something we'll throw down a link. that's the channel link the youtube channel yeah link. yeah, yeah. Okay. um because technically to have like youtube.com slash christian or whatever i have to have like at least 100 subscribers right now mm-hmm. i'm like working up that goal hopefully hopefully i get there and if not i it's really just for me to keep myself sane there was only so many days i can do laundry, do dishes. Like you know, make like this. This is giving me something to do every day. Like me, like because like I'm not. We're not going out as often to the store. I know I have like so we have two fridges. I know what I have in both freezers. What I need to pull out every day. Like okay, in two days I am going to be recording this video. So I know I need to pull the ribs out of the th- this freezer, make this sauce in that meantime. So by the time the second day comes on video, I already have the sauce made the ribs are ready like and it gives me a there's schedule. so much that goes into it that honestly i would have never thought like for me it's like all right grab something off the fridge
0: put in the microwave eat a meal yeah so that's that's the lifestyle i've been living unfortunately uh, hey. but that is, that is so good to hear uh one thing i would do want to ask is um, you know you mentioned getting to the 100 subscribers like just watching your videos it looks like professionally made like um i don't really understand the chef. Uh, like nuances as well but just watching those and like watching uh, random stuff that uh, comes up on your feed about cooking show like you're I would have not been able to differentiate so I could say firsthand that I think that 100 subscriber thing is just like a matter of time
1: like Uh, uh, keep doing what you're doing
0: That's, that's awesome
1: thanks dude yeah I mean and like I said everything I've gone through like going through my like photography phase definitely is helping me Get this point across to everybody. Like, yes, maybe eventually I would have gone, to, like, got to cooking, but if I didn't go through, like, that knowing how to, you know, adjust the aperture and the shutter speed and all that good stuff and uh, yeah. messing with, like, it, the, the quality of my videos maybe wouldn't have been the same. Um, but it just, but maybe it's also, it takes me longer to do my videos sometimes because I'm recording it because I'm editing, you know, the light and this and that. Sometimes the meal can actually take me half an hour to make, but I spend two hours recording. it. <laughs> Got it. Yeah.
0: So here's what I'm hearing. Like everything that you've kind of experienced has been a building block to pursue the passion that you've found today. Would you say that's accurate?
1: Oh yes. A hundred percent.
0: Yeah. That's awesome um uh, so it kind of leads me to my next question like what is your life motto? like how how do you um you know wake up every day and say like um this is how I'm going to live my life today
1: uh honestly as long as I'm it's probably like as long as I'm happy nothing else matters like I mean yeah that's probably it like I've had you know opportunities to keep working in big kitchens like keep where I could have been but like the fact that now I am home monday through friday I have time to hang out with my girlfriend cook her dinner uh hang out with our dogs go to the park relax like right do a puzzle together um that is more valuable to me than than like yes there are parts of me where I want to like keep advancing and cooking and learning and maybe take a course um I just download like, uh, bought the master class. So now I'm learning, like doing little things on there, which it's very, like, I love it. Like I just bought a whole chicken to like really learn how to like butcher down a chicken. Oh, okay. Like, you know, and then, and then maybe I'll make a meal out of that fried chicken or something. But in general, like I am more happy now than I've ever been like going from job to job one, because now I've realized like Before I was doing it to kind of like prove to my parents, like, hey, I can I'm still trying to make money. I'm still busting, like making sure they saw that I was busting my butt. But now it's like the best way for me to show like do best the best for my parents is to do best for myself. So for me. so that's how like maybe, maybe yes, if like, if I, you know, kept jumping from restaurant to restaurant to keep going up, I could be making more money, but I would not be happier. And in the end, I know my parents would not be happy if I'm not happy.
0: Yeah, dude. So, so well said. I'm, I'm so happy to like see you like happy. It's awesome. Thanks, dude. Um, and then last uh, thing uh, uh, is uh, if there was one piece of advice you could give me right now or just in general. Uh, what is that piece of advice? pasta takes five minutes to cook
1: yo just just boil boil that water throw a little bit of oh, pasta yo, you'll be
0: so disappointed in me and my eating habits man
1: yo all i'm saying i mean it is not healthy but the fact that like mac and cheese is like at least every two weeks we eat mac and cheese because it, it like when we can't think of what to eat when we can't think of what to make like my girlfriend and I, it's just literally boil water throw pasta in it drain it and then a quick cheese sauce is i always have heavy cream in the house so you have some heavy cream in a pot and whatever cheeses you have you have a block of cheddar you have some swiss you have whatever cheeses you throw that crap in there let it melt and then pour it over the pasta throw it like it is that's the easiest thing like i've I know, got a proposition for you what's up i know your
0: youtube channel has like really fancy meals and they are really high end look really good yeah uh, Start a, start a series where it's just like recipes for people like me.
1: I mean, they are, I mean, a lot of the things, like, what did I do? I mean, it, the last meal I did was a poached egg with mushrooms on white toast. <laughs> that sounds too fancy for me, man. The, I mean, so fine, don't poach the egg, just fry the egg. <laughs> but it's just cooking up the mushrooms, like a little bit of oil, throw down the mushrooms, throw a piece of toast in the, in the toaster, and then crack an egg on top. Like and that is like delicious. It is about like it is not about the craziest, fanciest meals. Yeah, okay. The one time I did I, I, I posted a video I think last week with like chicken liver pate, but that's because I had excess I had a lot of chicken liver left over. Um uh but yes, um they're very simple meals as long as you give those ingredients the like the love they deserve. It, it it doesn't have to be complicated. Like I, like I said, mac and cheese. I've, I think I posted a mac and cheese a couple videos back and that was just literally boil the pasta, drain the pasta, throw a cheese sauce on it.
0: All right. I'm going to take that as inspiration and uh, make mac and cheese today just for you. Beautiful. Can't wait. Hey, awesome. Man, it's so, so nice catching up, man. I love it. Um, and hopefully our pats cross uh, soon. Uh, when I'm back in Jersey, when this whole COVID-19 situation's yes, over, yes, uh, let's get together, get some um, uh, tastings uh, in there and we can try this stuff out.
1: We'll set and it up. Uh,
0: hopefully uh, I walk into your restaurant one day and, uh, you know, get a special seat at a table.
1: A hundred percent.
0: Awesome. Love it, buddy. Uh, take care and I'll uh, you see you around. You too, dude. See ya. Bye. There's a quote by Bill Nye that says, everyone you'll ever meet Know something you don't. And today I learned the hustle is worth it, and pasta's pretty easy to make. Thanks, Christian.